Hey, it's me, Kayla White, the host of Valley 101. Out of an abundance of caution, almost everyone in our newsroom will be working from home for the next few weeks. That means we're away from our studio and our usual recording equipment, so you might notice that our podcast sounds a little different because of that, but it's not stopping us. We'll still bring you new episodes every week. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your host, Kayla White. Arizona's rapidly growing population includes many transplants from across the country. One of those is my colleague, Elizabeth Montgomery. She's a community relations and events producer for the Republic. Elizabeth moved here from Atlanta and has said at times it's been a rough adjustment. She's been here for almost two years now, and she recently wrote about her experience for Black History Month. Her column was called How Being Black in Phoenix Made Me Love My Culture More. After it published, it got a ton of response. So we've invited Elizabeth onto today's show to tell her story. After all, the journey to find your community is something almost all of us can identify with. To tell her story, she partnered with producer Maritza Dominguez. As a note, they talked to everyone in this episode before the coronavirus pandemic hit. With that, Elizabeth and Maritza, take it away. That one's really good. If you like a little sweet with it, we have a sweet hot garlic. Every first Saturday of the month in downtown Phoenix, Black business owners set up tables and booths to sell their products. This is Anise Mims, also known as the Pickle Lady. That's because she sells any kind of pickle you could think of and some you've never heard of. And then we have our Kool-Aid flavors, which is the sour apple, the pineapple. We have those both, well, cherry and uh, blue raspberry. They're at Archwood Exchange, a buy Black marketplace that's a hub for dozens of Black-owned businesses. It's the first place I felt like I was home in Phoenix. My name is Elizabeth Montgomery. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta is nothing like Phoenix. It's rich with Black culture, and it's the capital of Black Hollywood. Last year, more than 450 movies and TV shows were filmed in the state. And the city has had a Black mayor since 1973. 52% of Atlanta's population is African-American. So I spent most of my life surrounded by my Black culture. No matter which grocery store, coffee shop, club, or bar I went to, I saw dozens of people who looked just like me. I felt a sense of security and I felt seen in all these places because I could look around the room and see people who understood me without knowing me. Don't get me wrong, Atlanta has its flaws. The further you get from downtown, you'll remember you're still in the South. But then I had the opportunity to move across the country to Phoenix for work. After living in the same city for so long, I wanted to try somewhere new. And I'm not the only one making this move to the Valley. Have you noticed more people on the streets, more cars on the roads? And there's a reason for that. Maricopa County once again topping the list as the fastest growing county in America. When I got here, I noticed a big difference. In Phoenix, only 7% of the population is black. You can feel the difference. 
My first few months in Phoenix were super lonely. Simple things were hard to find, like a hair salon. I drove all over the valley in search of a beauty supply store with a good selection of black hair care products. I felt isolated. On the first few visits to my local fries, I searched for someone who looked like me more than I looked for groceries. That's why finding Archwood Exchange meant so much to me. I was surrounded by people who looked like me, who understood me and saw me. That feeling of being connected to my culture came back. When you get there, there's music playing, there's food trucks. Like one person we spoke to called it the proverbial cookout. To understand how Archwood Exchange began, I had to talk to the co-founder, Ali Nervous. You know, we just noticed that there was a huge need to uh, um, to build community and to build up the businesses in our community. Twelve years ago, he moved from El Paso, Texas to Phoenix. He was able to find a community through church and work, but he wanted to find another way to create community. Over time, he noticed there wasn't a place where Black business owners could come together to sell their products. But also do what we do every month, which is provide creating space, you know, which was which was even more critical for a place like Phoenix because there's, there's a lot of us that were spread out. It was a group of people who worked together to bring this idea to reality. Like his wife, a friend named Henry, and the list went on. He mentioned how the collaborative effort was important to get the marketplace running. Um, so each of us are, are business owners in our own respective rights, but we have wonder team uh, coming together and, and execute on this. The marketplace only started three years ago, but Ali talked about how Phoenix has changed in recent years, offering more options for us to find our culture. There's Archwood, there's Poetic Soul, there's Branches. Like there's, there's a lot that's going on right now that was not here uh, you know, close to 12 years ago when I came here. While talking to Ali, he mentioned how the success of Archwood Exchange has grown. And the goal now is to just is to continue to grow, is to continue to add value, to, to continue to empower, and, um, and just keep raising the bar uh, as much as we can. Not only have people found a community at Archwood, but people like Anise find a place to sell her unique pickles. I've been doing this market for about three years now. So yeah, they know. They come here just to find me sometimes. She brought her Kool-Aid flavored pickles from St. Louis. My family, at first they didn't want to give me the recipe. They finally gave in and gave me the recipe. So I said, because I'm in no competition to you. I'm here in Arizona, you're in Missouri. So they finally broke down and gave me the recipe. When I was there in March, I ran into a couple who recently moved here from Tampa, Florida. King and Ayanna Wilson had the same feelings I did after moving to Phoenix. I did find myself kind of searching for culture, like trying to find like, you know, stores or places to go or even where to get my nail or hair done. So it's, and I got locked. So that makes it so much harder. Ayanna and her husband King moved to the Valley for their careers. Job opportunity paid a lot, way more than they did in Tampa. So, and plus we have friends out here too. Uh, and they're flourishing here in Phoenix, so we decided to give it a chance and come out here. They said so far they like and find the area really nice. Before moving to Phoenix, a friend had sent them my column. In it, I mentioned Archwood Exchange, and that's how they found themselves at the marketplace. My mind was blown. 
I saw with my own two eyes that others felt the same way I did. Through food and music and more, people find Black culture at the marketplace. Take, for example, Jason Emmanuel, also known as DJ Fresh. The 36-year-old called coming together like this therapeutic. Um, a lot of times when it comes to us coming together, um, a lot of people don't understand that's like a form of therapy, like cosmic therapy. Like when we come together, we have shared experiences, even though we now live maybe 20 to 30 miles away from each other. I asked Diana, the woman from Tampa, why it was important to find that community. And then over time, like that can lead to stuff to like depression and, you know, sometimes anxiety at times, especially when you're being so conscious of who you are at every single second of your day. I agree with Diana. I mentioned earlier how when I moved here, I felt isolated. When you don't see yourself reflected in the community, you start to think you don't belong in it. The National Alliance on Mental Health says your mental health well-being can be maintained through finding a sense of community and that it gives you support and purpose. Being in stores and rooms in Phoenix where no one else looks like you, once you find your community, you realize how desperately you needed it. You know, moving to a new area can be challenging. It's important that you learn to love your new home. So here's my top three tips. First tip is get used to being alone and don't be afraid to venture out by yourself. The only way you'll find your community is if you look for it. Second, join social groups. It can be on Facebook, Meet Me, whatever app. Use them to find events and people who share your same interests. That's how I met a lot of great people. And last tip, if there's something that you need that's missing in Phoenix, create it. Just like Ali created the Marketplace, Radisha Williams created Brunch-ish, Marsh Monroe opened the Maine Du Jour Beauty Supply Store, and Cosmic Cadence created Poetic Soul. I also wanted to see what kind of suggestions people had. I asked Justin, aka DJ Fresh, if he had any tips for people moving to the Valley. What I would say is when you're on your way here, seek out, it before you even get here, your tribe, folks that are actually trying to build the community. After being here for a while, I realized I can't expect Phoenix to be just like my hometown. Phoenix is not Atlanta, and I had to adjust to the difference. This city is full of people from somewhere else, and many are looking for pieces of home, just like I was. King Wilson is excited to see how he can plant his roots here and contribute to Arizona. And to see how, you know, what's going on and what we could do to contribute. You know, to also encourage anybody else that wants to come to Phoenix, this is an awesome area to come and grow into your culture and to your career as well, too. One thing is for sure, we're not alone in this journey to find community and culture. You have to search for it. Like my wife said, don't let fear hold you. Come out here, have fun, get after it, chase after your goals, and Godspeed. Moving to Phoenix made me realize how much I love my Black culture. As the saying goes, you don't know what you've got until it's gone, or have to look hard to find it. I worked hard to find my Black culture in Phoenix. Since I found it, I've never felt more Black or more proud of it. Hey, it's me, Kayla again. Elizabeth, thanks so much for bringing your column to our listeners. 
While you were out there reporting, was there a moment that stood out to you? Let's see. The most memorable moment, I think, was running into that married couple from Tampa. They actually subscribed to The Republic after reading my column. We hear about people subscribing to the paper or complaints that our work isn't free. But at that moment, I felt like our work as journalists was appreciated and our and our work actually impacts the community. Absolutely. And that's awesome. But it makes sense. It's powerful to see yourself and your community reflected in the news. Well, that's it for today. As a courtesy note, you heard audio in this episode from ABC 15 and CBS News. If you have more questions about how Metro Phoenix is changing, submit them to us at valley101.azcentral.com. And if you're a new listener, remember you can go back and listen to old episodes. Let us know what you think about our show by leaving us a rating or review on your podcast listening app. As always, thank you for listening to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. See you next week.